Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Death on the Nile, which is a Fox produced film available to watch on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm your host Matthew, and uh, we'll start off spoiler free. Uh, th- there's not too much I want to. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll start off spoiler free, and then I guess we'll get into spoilers later on because this film is kind of driven by a spoiler heavy story uh but yeah anyway um yeah let's just get into my um my spoiler free thoughts on death on the nile i thought it was terrible um i thought it was abysmal in in certain parts atrocious abysmal whatever word you want to use that is similar to that um now I've I don't think I've ever said this. I mean, um on the 6th of April, which is this week on Wednesday, I'll have been running entertainment talk for 6 years. I've heard this phrase before and I want to use this phrase on this podcast, but I don't think I've ever used this phrase before. I watch this film so that you don't have to. Um you don't need to watch this film. You can watch it if you want to. I can only recommend what you do, um, what you actually do, and what you what things you buy, what uh, TV shows, films you buy, and that sort of thing. It's up to you. But I'm here to make a recommendation and to do a review, and I recommend you don't waste your time with this. Um, yeah, this is kind of an unfortunate example of having a pretty star-studded cast. And then just putting that together with us uh, with a story that feels like it wanted to be something else, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute. And a film that's easily easily far too long. This film comes in at about uh, two hours ten minutes roughly, and written terribly. Some of the some of the dialogue that these characters give, I'm just sort of like, huh. Uh, not in terms of uh, not in terms of the way that they always say things but the way that they sometimes say things and just what it is that they say it just i don't i don't know what happened in the writers room on 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 this film um yeah i i'd i'd kind of lost interest about an hour in but i thought you know what i might as well see the rest of this thing I didn't want to switch it off after an hour because I watched this on Disney Plus. Just to let you know where you can watch this if you do want to. I don't recommend that you do watch it. But if you do still want to watch it. Uh, it's available on Disney Plus in the UK. I'm not sure about the US. Probably Hulu or Disney Plus. It's part of the um, Star Fox brand over here. So I'm going to guess it's, prob- it's probably on Hulu or Amazon or something like that. But it's available on Disney Plus in the UK. Got released there this week. I tell you what, I'm glad. I, I don't remember seeing cinema listings for this. There might have been that I've forgotten about, but pff, glad I didn't spend cinema money on this thing. I would have really regretted that because I regret the time that I spent with this film. I wish I had like, you know, watched an episode of Foundation or or or, or played a game or something like that, or watched something else. Um, because I was thinking of two options tonight. I was either thinking I can watch a bit more of an emotional think piece with Coda, which I did want to watch. I still will watch it. Or I can watch a murder mystery. Those were my two options that I was looking at. And I wasn't quite in the mood for a think piece emotional kind of story. So I went with this. 
And in a way, I'm glad that I got this film out of the way because I, I mean, I don't know how good Coda will or won't be. But I'm pretty sure it will be better than this thing because it would be quite hard for Coda to be worse than this. Because I actually watched the trailer for Coda earlier today because I realised I hadn't actually seen the trailer. I know what it's about already, but I hadn't seen the trailer. I even got emotional from the trailer. Um, and when I watched the trailer for this, Death on the Nile, I have thought like, oh, murder mystery. And it kind of reminded me of Knives Out, which is a recent example with uh, obviously Daniel Craig. Knives Out is far, far, far better than this thing. Um, in terms of a rating, I mean, e- easily a skip rating. Easy, easy skip rating. Um, yeah, very easy, very easy uh, skip rating for me. Um, if you don't know our rating system, we've got must see, uh, don't skip, possible skip, and then skip. I will put that in the show notes just so that you can look at that for yourself. Um, now, in terms of the number, because I do like to give a numbers rating so that there's a scale. But, of course, I go with one of my four ratings system uh, to start off with. I kind of want to give this a zero. but I know that seems quite ridiculous. Um... I'd probably give it like a 2 or something. Because a 0 does seem a bit kind of stupid to to give this. But I didn't enjoy anything in this film. Nothing. I enjoyed nothing in this film. Um, The only thing that was intriguing to me. Not, again, not me enjoying something. But a part that was intriguing was the way that this film started. I was like, oh, I don't know what you're kind of doing here. And then they explained what they did. But I didn't enjoy it. It was just, oh, okay, the trailer didn't give any indication that the film would start like this. So I was curious about what they were doing. And then it was pretty obvious what they were doing. Um, Speaking of what they were doing in this film, as I mentioned a minute ago, I think this film wanted to be something else and then it changed at a certain point. Because this film tries to be a murder mystery. That's the, the, the plot. There's somebody that dies on the Nile, hence death on the Nile. And the uh, premise for the rest of this is that there is a detective type character. There's also like a doctor. And um, they uh, are stuck on this um, yacht type of um, boat. And it's essentially like, hey, there's a murderer on this boat somewhere. And there's like a love story going on. There's like a love triangle square-ish love triangle I think is the better way to put it there's a love triangle going on somebody dies hence death on the Nile and it's like oh there's loads of us here there's about 10 noteworthy characters maybe 8 maybe 10 noteworthy characters and it's essentially a story of like oh we're out on the water on our own we can't get anywhere that sort of thing and everyone's supposed to be scared because they're stuck on the boat with a murderer, which would be a scary thing, obviously. Um, but I never felt any tension. If I was supposed to feel tension, if I was supposed to feel tension from the fact of like, oh, there's a murderer on this boat and they're going to kill someone, I didn't feel. I didn't really feel anything watching this, apart from just being annoyed, being bored, being um, frustrated, disappointed. Um, and me just wanting it to be over with. I tell you what, you, you know, you know that, um, you know that, uh, thing when you're watching something and you're like, oh, how long is left of this? Like, you, you're getting a bit bored of what you're watching. How long is left of this? And you, like, click the, whether it's up, down, whatever button, you click the button to check the timer 
of how long is left in your film. I must have done that about six times watching this. <laughs> um, more so in the second hour than the first, but I checked it. I checked the runtime of this or how long was left about two times in the first half, and then about four times in the last hour because it was like, oh, there's forty minutes left. Oh, thirty minutes. 20, 10, and I was like, come on, just finish, uh, yeah, the film is very, very poorly paced as well, you could have easily done this in night, there's a lot that you could chop out out of this, um, some very unnecessary scenes, scenes that go on for too long, uh, which is a shame, because the cast list here is, is really, really good, I'll get into the cast list in a second, I want to go back to an earlier point that I was making. So this is supposed to be a murder mystery with a love triangle involved. And like, oh, there's tension between these three people that... the Yeah, the love triangle. Um, I think this film would have been better as a revenge story. Um, and I'm not saying... I'm not going to reveal, obviously, in this boiler-free section as to who killed who. But the film, even before it gets to the reveal, the film kind of wants you to think of it as a revenge story. Because that's what it's implied as in the first hour. Because there isn't really... That's before the murder actually happens. They want, they're they trying to give you hints as to like... Oh, this is a murder mystery, but... There's clearly some like revenge love story going on here. And... If you'd have wanted to do like an isolated... If you'd have changed this, right... To an isolated 90 minute... Um revenge um uh, love triangle murder story and significantly improve the writing this would have been a lot better i think i don't know why this film felt that it needed to be a murder mystery i don't really get because that's kind of a unique and a very specific genre and i don't think it actually needed to be a murder mystery i don't know um why it was written or made that way because it that didn't make any sense to me uh so there you go but yeah as i said i just got progressively more annoyed as i was watching this i was completely baffled by some of the writing choices some of the dialogue some of the way that the characters spoke and it's not just because this is set you know from a few years ago in that or more than a few years ago this is set as like an old type of film it's not just because of that it's just the dialogue that these characters are given and some of the way that they speak so some of the sorry the way that some of them speak is trying to do like a Shakespearean type of thing and it doesn't work it really doesn't work at all because I look at some of the personalities of some of these people more than like one or two characters probably like four or five of these characters and I'm looking at them and thinking why are you speaking like that like what? What? Why is your character being written to say this? Why are you saying it in the way that you're saying it? Because it it didn't feel natural to me. It's like what? Because there's other scenes where some of those characters speak in a normal tone and not a Shakespearean tone, and I'm like, okay, that's better. And then in other scenes, they just like some of some of them change the way that they speak. There's other characters in this film that just speak normally throughout the whole thing. But then other characters decide to just speak in this Shakespearean weird kind of thing with like terribly written dialogue. And I was just like, why? Why are you doing that? 
<laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Maybe there was something that I missed within all that. Some sort of poetry Shakespearean type of thing. But I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Anyways, move on to this cast list. We've got quite a stacked cast list here. We have got... Um, now, I want to address a bit of an elephant in the room with this film. We have got two... Um, I'm not going to get into these people specifically. But you do have two... Um, uh, problematic people in this film. They are Army Hammer and Letita um, Wright. Now, if you want to look up what's going on with them, you can do that. I'm not going to like get into what they've done and why they've done the things that they've done. But uh, both for different reasons, but I've been reading stories about the two of them. Um, what Army's done... Or Ar- Ar- I thought his name was Arnie Hammer, but his name is spelled... A R M I E. That's not Arnie Hammer. That's Army. But whatever. Um, yeah, what he's apparently been up to has been well, a lot worse than what Letita. Um, you may recognise her from Black Panther. Uh, she plays the character Shuri. I'd not seen. I'm not sure what I've seen Army in. Um, I think he was tipped to be Batman at some point. Um, I think he was in potential potentially in the running for the current uh, Robert Pattinson. Obviously, he got uh, Robert ended up getting cast. I think Arnie was. I'm just going to call him Arnie. Um, I think he was in the running to be Batman at a certain point. I'm not sure exactly when, but at some point. So, uh, anyway, you got those two in the film. They do what they do. Um, Latita's character is one of the few that kind of speak very strangely in this. You've got uh, Kenneth uh, Braun. You got Gal Gadot, obviously Wonder Woman. You've got Russell Brand. Um, I don't know that I've. He was in that Forgetting Sarah Marshall film, wasn't he? Which I've never seen. Which has got um, Kristen Bell, um, and some other people in there. Uh, you've got Emma McKay. She was in Sex Education, uh, the three seasons. Then you've got Rose Leslie. You'll recognise from Game of Thrones. And then you've got uh, some other notable names. But those are the ones I kind of recognised straight away. So yeah, there's your um, there's your cast list basically. Um, yeah, what else do I want to say about this terrible film? I, I'm not even really like ang- I don't really get angry about things. Not really films anyway, but um, massively disappointing. My expectations weren't even that high for this. I was like, oh, this might be kind of a fun murder mystery on a boat, you know, something a bit different. Because the last murder mystery thing I saw. I think was Knives Out, which was a few years ago. I don't remember seeing any murder mystery stuff since then. Um, obviously, that took place in like a mansion type of building from what I remember. Uh, but no, I thought like, oh, you know, Gal Gadot and you've got um, uh, Russell Brand in here for some reason. Uh, and you've got um, Emma McKay. And I thought, oh, I like some of those people, especially Gal Gadot, obviously. She's kind of the... Um, one at the front, if you want to say that. Um, so I thought, oh, you know, good cast list on Disney+. Plus. I don't have to pay for the cinema to, to see it. Um, murder mystery on a boat. Bit of an older style of, you know, time setting. Yeah, see how it goes. And then I, I watched the trailer. And then I was like, oh, how long is this film? Two hours, ten minutes. Oh, that might be a bit long. And uh, my worst fears came true. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, goodness me, goodness me, um, it's very disappointing to me when you have a great cast list like this, and you just fail to serve them, 
on so many levels. Uh, yeah. Oh, just a, just a quick comment on something else, by the way. There's two scenes that Gal Gadot's character, she's called um, Lynette. That's her character's name. There's two scenes that she's involved in that got criticised. One of them, and this is like very small spoilers. This is, what I'm about to say isn't really significant to the uh, actual plot or like who killed who or whatever. There's a scene, because she's involved in a love triangle basically. There's a scene where I think it's Arnie Hammer's uh, character is like all over her on this Egyptian. Because this film takes place mostly in uh, Egypt and stuff. Or, c- or c- certain parts of it do. And they decide to climb like part of this pyramid and like, you know, they're all over each other and that. Um, And you can kind of see Arnie is sort of like really going for it in kind of a handsy sort of way. Now I didn't hear about any complaints from the director saying he was being too much or from Gal Gadot saying that she felt uncomfortable. I haven't heard any stories like that. Um... But, and maybe it was just written in the script that he was the way that he was. Um, it's just when you see a scene like that and the things that I've read about Army Hammer. And I'm like, hmm. Um, but anyway, that was, it wasn't something like massively significant. It was just kind of a strange scene. Another one is where, because these are all like rich people. He buys her this golden it's probably got a specific name that i'm not not aware of this golden kind of suit thing and i saw a lot of people kind of i i don't know if there's any like you know cultural significance to this um to this outfit that she's wearing if it's like something religious or culturally sort of uh important i'm not aware of what it was and the film didn't really bring any attention to any of its cultural significance um, in like Egyptian whatever you know I- I'm not aware of any of that and the film didn't bring any attention to it the f- the scene in that was basically used for like oh look how much I'm spoiling my wife kind of thing um, and I saw some clips of that about a week or so ago on Twitter and everyone was kind of laughing at like what the hell is this this looks ridiculous and I saw it kind of very much out of context so I'm like okay this doesn't quite this does kind of look a bit silly this this outfit um and then i saw the scene in itself and i almost laughed um yeah i, I just it, the way it looked the way the scene played out didn't help any of it um yeah so that was kind of a strange thing but this this whole film is full of strange choices across the board so yeah um, but, you know, if there is some sort of, like, cultural significance to the outfit that she's wearing, please let me know, because, um, if there's something that I need to learn about that suit, I'm willing to learn about what it is. I'm guessing that there wasn't, that's just my guess in terms of how it was portrayed. Um, so, yeah, but, because it might supposed to be, like, a beautiful kind of outfit that, a wife who is in Egypt is wearing. I'm just trying to guess. I'm just trying to guess its its, it's uh, significance. I might be completely wrong. There might be nothing important about it at all. 
but the film didn't if there is cultural like significance to the outfit the film didn't do it any favors and as somebody who's less aware of like you know egyptian culture and that sort of stuff if there was some supposed to be some significance to get me to understand its importance the film didn't help me in fact the film did the opposite of helping me understand what that is so i i'm a bit more unaware of of that so anyway yeah all right that's it for the spoiler free section i've spent enough time on the spoiler free section i wouldn't bother with the film you can watch it if you want to still make your own judgment you know because my opinion is not fact neither is anybody's opinion on just general film opinions and stuff you might like it you might watch it and you might think like wow this was incredible um if you do great i'm glad that you enjoyed your time with it more than i did if you've already seen this film and you enjoyed it more than i did i'm glad that you enjoyed your time with the film but i didn't so uh yeah um see part of me is thinking like i wish i'd watched coda but I wasn't actually in the mood for it. So I'm glad I... I'm still glad I'm saving that film for when I'm in the mood for it. Because I can tell it's going to be that type of experience. Anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. And then we'll get into spoilers. Or what what, what I have the interest to talk about with spoilers. I'll see you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, um, if my review didn't do enough to uh, did enough to put you off and you're not bothered about the spoilers of this film i guess you can stick around if you don't care if you if you want to find out who the killer was without watching the film basically you can listen to the rest of this if you haven't seen the film um and you don't want to know who the killer was or how the film finished and whatnot you're going to want to click off now so this is me giving you the opportunity to do that 
uh, if you're listening on a podcast player, you can mute it, press pause, click it off, play a different episode, put some music on if you want to, you know, do whatever you want to do. Um, so you can do all that kind of stuff. If you're listening on the website version, you can press pause, mute, whatever you need to do, click on a different piece of content. We've got plenty of different podcasts you can listen to. Click on the home page, close the tab, whatever you want to do. And of course, if you have seen this film and you already know what happened, you can just stick around anyway. Um, so very, very predictable. Um, basically, the uh, husband character did kill the wife, um, Gal Gadot's character. Because um, I almost want to say that they wasted Gal Gadot in this, but they didn't in the first half. Obviously, she dies. Um, uh, Lynette. Um, but, yeah, um, I, w- I just, this film clearly wanted to be a revenge love triangle thing, because you can take out so many characters out of this film and it wouldn't make any difference. Um, yeah, and then basically, um, Emma, uh, ends up killing Simon anyway. Um, and I think it was that she was the one who killed, um, Rose Leslie's character, um, because she got her throat cut because she got in the way or whatever, um, there were genuinely certain things that the, uh, the detective, just the way that they're, the dialogue that they're giving him, like the really long monologue thing. I'm like, why are you speaking like that? It's what? What is? Oh God. Um. And as the story was on unfolding. I'm just like, this is the most predictable thing you could have written for this film. Because throughout the whole film, I didn't even suspect anybody else. And is there an inconsistency in this film? Because um, Jacqueline shoots Simon in the... In, in the uh, in the knee. And then in in the flashback reveal thing. He is able to. He gets shot with a blank. He gets up. Runs off. Even though I'm pretty sure. In the, in the actual scene that we saw. Two people are sitting with him. One of the. I can't remember who one of them was. But one of them was. Um, uh, Letita's character. I'm pretty sure that he, that he was there the whole time. And then he gets taken to his bed so that he can rest his knee or whatever it was that got shot. So is that was that an inconsistency with the film? Because when they show the scene where he gets up, runs off and like very casually shoots his, his wife, which is uh, Lynette Gal Gadot's character. In the most casual way I've ever seen someone kill someone... Someone that they're supposed to be in love with. Um, and then he gets betrayed later by Jacqueline. Who's uh, Emma McKay's character. Who's 
basically the the proper killer. And then she like I didn't understand Jacqueline is like holding um Simon Arnie Hammer's character. And she's like, "Oh, I I I'm strong enough and I have cuz she she's holding the gun. She's like, "Oh, I'm strong enough. We can we can go." And I'm like, alright, go on then, try and run away, make an interesting, I mean, by that point, I was so done with this film, I was like, okay, you can make one last interesting chase sequence, maybe, and then she goes to hug him, and I was, I was watching the gun, and I was like, are you going to shoot him in the back, like, why are you shooting him in the back, and then she shoots him, shoots through him to shoot her, because she also dies, like, what, what, why, um, so she makes a plea to make a fake attempt at an exit and then kills him and herself in the process. Why does she make a plea of like, oh, I'm strong, we can, we can do this together. It's like, why don't you just, I just yeah, it just... I just I I can't make sense of 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 that. Um, I'm really quite baffled by most of this film. Um, and then she shoots him, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you shot him!" And I was like, "Really? You're all surprised?" Um, like they've both just basically been revealed as the killer, and then you're surprised that she kills someone. Because I I guess the shock that they were supposed to have is like, "Oh my god, she killed him." And it's like, okay, that's not shocking, that's just stupid and doesn't make any sense. Um, maybe she thought, because I'm trying to figure out uh, what was going on with that. And I guess it was kind of, she she knows she can't get away. But then she lies to him about, I'm strong enough, we can run away even though he can't because his leg's injured. Um, what would have almost made more sense is if she shot him and then, because he, like, he's not going to be able to run with her, is he? Because uh, he's injured. Whether or not anybody would have actually chased somebody with a gun, I'm I'm not completely sure. Um, or if the detective had shot her as she was running off, I'm not, I'm not sure. But wouldn't it have made more sense just to shoot him and then run off? Um... I don't know. I, I just yeah. Um Russell Brand is is in this and until the scene that comes up where he's like, "Oh, you know, shot straight to the temple. There was a bit of movement on the gun thing. That's because it made a mark on her head and oh, it was a 22 caliber." He uh, until that happens, he does nothing in this film. Absolutely nothing in this film. Um yeah, speaking of Latita, who I, I've said, said was a bit of a problematic person, uh, she doesn't need to be in this film either. Um, I can't think of anything significant that she was involved in. Um, because half of these characters don't need to be in this film, because this this film doesn't need to have a murder mystery plot. Because it doesn't act, it doesn't actually play out as one. Because the film tries to get you to think, oh, it's a murder mystery, who is it? 
and it's like oh no it did was it was a uh it was a revenge thing because the people the people that you suspected from the beginning of who it could be because they start they start with the story of the um well once they do the war backstory for the detective um yeah and it's like okay you're setting up a blatant um revenge love triangle thing it's probably one of these people and it was two of them so i had no reaction to that really but yeah um that was that i suppose um rose leslie's in this film kind of just to be one of the collateral damage characters um she's a good actress obviously she was in game of thrones i think she was in uh luther not to be confused with lucifer uh, luther the idris elba uh bbc show uh she's been in that she was good in all three of the things i've just mentioned uh she was i'd say, I'd say she's good in this but she's kind of wasted as well as as a as an actress in this film because she's basically in this film just to get killed and add to the add to the mystery who who killed her you know um so there's that um but yeah and then there's like a couple of other characters there's a couple of other characters that are literally just thrown in so that the detective has got more scenes excuse me more scenes to question other people that's it really um yeah so anyway that's pretty much that um I, I have nothing else to say about this film. So, yeah, I'm massively disappointed. I'll probably forget this film in a couple of days. Apart from when I'm promoting the podcast on different places. Um, but it's time to move. It's time for me to move on from this film. Um, think about Coda. How good it could be. How good it hopefully will be. Obviously, that's the Oscar winner film from this year. Uh, for Best Picture, which is good. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, for those of you that have got the interest to see Coda, and hopefully join me later for the review, uh, it's available on Apple TV+, Plus. so I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, other film reviews I'm going to be doing in the future, at some point uh, in the future I'm going to be uh, looking at uh, Sonic 2, because I enjoyed the first one. And when I can find the film, I'm going to watch, uh, I think it's A24's film called X. It's a horror film. Uh, as I mentioned on a podcast the other day, I think it was last week's Walking Dead when I mentioned uh, that film. Um, I went to plan to uh, set a time to go and see it, a horror film called X. And I noticed that the film listings only went up to a certain day. I couldn't see it in that time frame. And then it just disappeared off of all my cinema listings that I look at anyway. So I can't watch it at the moment. So maybe I'll wait for that to hit Prime or Netflix or wherever. And then I can watch that at a later date. That's probably a sign that that film's not doing well. Because if you're doing well box office wise, you don't get removed from the cinema, do you? Um, Yeah. So there we go. Anyways, look out for those reviews soon. Coda X and uh sonic 2 when i can get around to that i think there was another film that i was looking at um but no it was probably death on the nile which i've just seen so there we go anyway in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org tv games films manchester United podcast take a look out for all those uh if you like what you've heard today um 
you can find more of what we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcast, so take a look out for our podcast over there. You can also find us on your favourite podcast platforms by searching for our name, Entertainment Talk, so take a look at what we're doing uh, with our different content. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, um, you can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by just telling them normally or by um, using social media, whatever platform you want to use, to tell other people about our content. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, our free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, if you TV and your film news, if you want to know what's getting added to things like Disney+, Plus, Netflix, etc., etc., or your casting news, uh, TV, air updates, that sort of thing, uh, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, Geek Town Radio episodes come out on Tuesday, so look out for those. Um, if you want to, if you want to watch some fun content on Twitch, you can find Bex uh, by searching for Trista B Y T E S. That's for Bex's Twitch streams. She's doing Tomb Raider on Mondays. She does some charity streams uh, sometimes, which is good, and a bunch of other just fun content. So go and check out what she's doing over there. You can follow me on Twitch as well. Uh, eTalk UK. I'm figuring out my sched- uh, schedule for Twitch and whatnot. But you can find me on Twitch. By searching for eTalk UK. Uh, if you've missed any of the archive streams or the uh, COD clips and other video game clips and stuff that I make, you can find those on the YouTube channel, which is called Entertainment Talk Plays for our video content, basically. So, there we go. Alright, that's Death on, the N- Death on the Nile. I hope I forget this film once I've hit publish. <laughs> uh, and then I can just move on to other content I'm probably going to enjoy more. So, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.